people, how's it going? We're back again. Yes, we are. Like we never left. Ah, <laughs> there we go. Yeah, that, that's Trevor. He's back with us. Um, coming back for more punishment, you might say. Yeah, but we'll give him a rough go. We'll but we, all, we have Trevor and Wallace. We have a new guest with us, uh, Mr. Sam Shung. Introduce yourself, Sammy. Hey, what's up, guys? Glad to be here today. Um, looking forward to be on today. Oh, yeah. Good little time, dude. Yeah, it's awesome. No. Um, <laughs> no? no well, I was going to say something, but we, we don't need to. Oh, um, go there yet? Okay. So it would have been funny. It, yeah. Was it one of your jokes? No. So, okay, before we get into this, <laughs> okay. I have a joke. Did you hear what I said in class? In religion class? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Oh, about the wedding ring thing? No. Okay. No. So I told, my, I told my professor... I said, listen, because he, every, you know, he always asked, anybody get engaged? Anybody yeah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I like, I raised my hand. I said, would it be the worst thing in the world to uh, buy an engagement yeah. ring? Oh, you did hear this. Yeah. This to buy an engagement ring with no one in mind and you do it on Black Friday. Would that be the worst thing in the world? <laughs> and, oh, you should have saw his face. He just looked at me like I was an idiot, first off, uh, which is disrespectful. Um, religious <laughs> professor. No. <laughs> Seriously, come on. But no, he was just like, oh, Holy no, no, now. definitely not. Definitely not. You can't do that. She has to know the ring. She has to pick the ring. She has, you you need to make sure she's just all fully involved. And uh, Probably you're learning that from personal experience, to be honest. I don't know. I mean. He's single. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, he's not. He's Divorce. Okay. <laughs> wow, we're just escalating things here. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> That was on Monday. I racked my brain all day Monday night and Tuesday, and I come back on Wednesday, and I asked the question again. <laughs> why is this such a bad idea? What? And then the class goes on. This was before you got there, actually. Okay. The class kind of chimed in and started saying, well, it was women, started saying, no, you have to blow. And, I, yeah, anyway, I went on to tell them how wrong they are. And then, wow, getting the discount. One man against all the women, dude. Yeah, I found yeah, it professor. probably was. <laughs> yeah. just the and the professor, though, you know. So it's like it, because he's not on my side, everybody goes. Yeah, home. yeah. Well, what was your anyway. argument like to save money? Well, yeah, it's like so. Imagine if a ring is two thousand dollars. Yeah. Right, you're getting thirty to forty percent discounts. Yeah. So that means you're saving six hundred to eight hundred dollars. Yeah. And it's a really nice ring. You can buy them two rings. Well, you, you, if you wanted, but you know, I mean, geez, you could just do you, a lot with you that. You ain't going to be the one wearing the ring, though. But here's is. the thing. Okay, well, here's the thing. Right back in the day, you could trade a horse <laughs> to, to the parents, eight right? Eight cow women. <laughs> yeah, eight cow okay, women. Okay, we're going back that far. All right. Ten cow wife. Johnny Johnny I know we are, like, but we got to think in terms of We got to think in terms of what? Today, okay. How so we, what is how what women does, need okay, their right. so how about this? progress? So yeah, how about this? Get, they rid of the rings. <laughs> ah. Well, yeah. What so here's the thing. The what does the ring symbolize? What does that mean? It means commitment, and in our church, fraternity, I guess. Well, no, well, no, yeah. But the ring is a symbol. Well, that's just marketing. Of cows. Ah. <laughs> the ring is a symbol of the of her accepting you as a husband. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. that's true. And so that's what the man gives the woman. So if she's the one picking it out, if she's the one choosing what she wants and all, why don't she buy her own ring? Like, what? Why does? Why is that? Because what does that have to do with Because societal norms dictate that the man 
offers the right. Let's be progressive. Yeah, no, yeah. Evolve out of that. Yeah, societal norms say that the man provides. Societal mean, norms you never go said for it. anything start, about. Start at the religion class and work your way up. <laughs> I don't know. It's gonna get past the. Dude, class. I'm yeah, telling you. Well, that's the thing. the thing. Is, Men were nodding. You, women were screaming. You know, I, okay, but Christian, the thing is, you only have to do it in your own life, and then you're set. Yeah, right. You don't have to worry about anyone oh, else. Oh, you should as try long that. As you do it. No, this is a this wanna, is a, see it for the good it. of the people. <laughs> no, no. You uh. Anyway, you do oh, that. Boy. Sorry, this is not what we wanted to talk about on this podcast. But it was a good, it was a good. But let it be known, all the female listeners. (laughs) Yeah, let it be known. We're talking about this is, (laughs) dude. This is good material. I'm, I'm, I'm taking this somewhere else. Oh man! Uh, Stand up, here we come. Here we go. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) anyway, I don't know if y'all have read the news. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I don't know if y'all have read the news or or heard the news lately. What's going on? Uh, specifically in the NBA, but mm-hmm. uh, there is some uh, some heat being thrown on uh, Rockets general manager, Houston Rockets general manager Daryl Morey. He sent out a tweet that it was a symbol, and it said, uh, what does it say? Freedom for Hong Kong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if you know, but Hong Kong right now is going through a series of Riots among protests, I guess you can say, mm-hmm. um, because China is slowly absorbing it back into the mainland government and everything else. And, uh, you know, the uh, those who were once free to do things want to keep that, I guess. Sovereign? Yeah, yeah. There we okay, go. Essentially. Good, well, they had two forms of government yeah. there, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and now, you know, they're just molding it. In the yeah. one, and so yeah, so they want their democracy, I guess you can say. Well, this didn't go over too well with mainland China, which is a surprise because you'd think Daryl Morey, who's you know the Rockets are pretty much China's team, you know with Yao yeah, Ming yeah. back in the day, Yao Ming's yeah. NBA player, um, and being that the kind of government that China has, very uh, you know it's a communist government, they control a lot of things there, and they also control what is seen there, right? Mm -hmm. And so this didn't go over too well. Now, I guess more or less tariffs or sanctions, rather, sorry, were being placed. So the preseason didn't air. NBA preseason didn't air in China. Uh, uh, I mean, just a lot of different, like... uh, Different publicity events were canceled. Right, canceled, yeah. Like, NBA players weren't allowed to speak um, for media. They they blocked that off. (laughs) And... A, a big a big story in this is that because so much money is involved, it's kind of being pressured on the NBA's commissioner, Adam Silver, on what should he do? Because originally, right, they, they in Chinese apology, because they apologized for... Because Daryl Moore took down the tweet, right, within like five minutes or something like that. Yeah. Um, and so right. Adam Silver originally, he sent out an apology to China, and it was like, or not Adam Silver, but the NBA sent out an apology to China, was very different from their English apology. The English apology supported his freedom, Daryl Morey's freedom to do Hmm. and say, you know, what he would. But the Chinese apology, and correct me if I'm wrong, it was very saying he was wrong to do that, you know, yeah, just kind of how China like the same the NBA back down because of China. Just today too, the China Chinese the 
Adam Silver just meant, had a press conference and it said China reached out to them and asked them to fire their Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. But Adam Silver said no. But China seems to be in a position right now where they're kind of escalating the situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. <clears throat> and LeBron James himself came out. Well, first James Harden came out and said that we love China, we support China. I don't know if he said we support China, but he did say we love China. He apologized. <clears throat> and he apologized he he because of what Darren Mori did, yeah. Um, and supporting Hong Kong's fight for democracy. Uh, LeBron James came out and, and called Daryl Morey misinformed. Um, he, you know, he said that what he did was wrong. Mm. You know, just a lot of different things. And so, so much criticism is being put on NBA players and the league because of their, I guess, their kneeling toward China mm-hmm. and not supporting Daryl Morey for, for what he up. did. Right. And he was just proclaiming what America is, which is freedom, and supporting that around the world. So let's open this up to everybody, Trevor um, and uh, and Sam, and Enoch, you too. Uh, I don't know if you pay attention much, Enoch, to NBA. Well, I heard about the LeBron thing. I, like, saw pictures of protesters with, like, yeah, just LeBron's burning face. His, yeah, <laughs> like, with holes in the yeah, eyes. Yeah, with the eyes. Like, he had a sad face, and I was like, yeah. what the? And then, like, because LeBron was more in support of China, right? Well, he was just saying, hey, let China do what China does kind of thing. Well, he was more in support of his brand, I think. Well, yeah, I mean, he he didn't come out and say that. But basically, he said that, hey, just because we have free speech, you know, we have to be careful how we use it and the repercussions that there are. Mm -hmm. Which is very ironic because uh, a Fox News host, Laura Ingram, she was the one that last year told said that he and other athletes that are becoming more socially and politically active mm-hmm. should shut up and dribble. And he took that and ran with that. He was an executive producer on the Shut Up and Dribble mm-hmm. show, which is documenting him mm-hmm. and his involvement in uh, civil affairs. And also uh, there's more than an athlete. So he sort of... Through that event last year, or whenever it happened recently, he sort of crowned himself as, hey, I'm going to take this role on. I'm going to stand up for things that I believe in. And so that's why, because if you remember, he expressed frustration that when the whole ordeal was happening with Daryl Morey in China, people were looking to him for For responses before Adam Silver. And he was frustrated with that, which I found ironic because, dude, you crowned yourself as, you know, this leader in terms of those things. Right. People are going to look to you or to him for the answer, not Adam Silver. I mean, although Adam Silver is the commissioner. But so that's what kind of puts LeBron in a tough situation is that he's heralded himself in this certain way. And then he has to come out and basically say... It was really a, a, you know, a fumble on his part, calling Maury misinformed, yeah. <laughs> calling his comments inappropriate because he's basically saying Maury is wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, if you say he's misinformed, you're saying yeah. you disagree with. His, <laughs> yeah, that's so. That's quite the take for someone to have that's previously stood up for, for like yeah, the rights of. Uh, 
underprivileged people. Yeah. It's kind of hypocritical, you might say, just, you know, like saying, hey, I'm going to be the spokesperson for freedom and equality. And, and then just write back, like, oh, shoot, I have my... And I'm not saying that he's directly, like, saying, oh, because my brand, in danger of my brand, but, you know, that could be an influence to why he's, like, kind of more hushing it down, be like, okay, guys, you know, let China do its own thing. Mm. Yeah, but in, Le- in LeBron's defense, like, it's kind of two different situations, right? One's about, like, domestic affairs. Right. Yeah. You know, rights yeah. of athletes in the U.S. Mm-hmm. But then in China, LeBron was maybe missing, like, he doesn't maybe know a lot about the situation right. in Hong Kong. Right. That's why he didn't want to speak about it. True. So maybe he wrongfully assumed <clears throat> that um, Daryl Morey, Rockets GM, didn't know a lot about the situation that he wouldn't have commented and also, like, one thing I want to bring up, see what you guys think about this, is that the implication of freedom of speech, what does that mean, right? Mm-hmm. Freedom of speech, does that mean because I'm a United States citizen, I can say whatever I want about anyone in the whole entire world, even though they're not American? It sees, like, LeBron and the NBA's influence kind of reaches beyond just America. Um, just America. Mm-hmm. So, like, because we're an American company, for example, if I wasn't the NBA, what if I was, like, Google? Right, and I went to China, and I opened Google Maps, and Google shut it down, and no one on the news was complaining about that. Was saying that was wrong. Google should stand up for their rights to be a free business enterprise. So, like, I don't know. Do you guys see what I'm pointing at? Oh, Is totally. You? I I agree with that. And LeBron has clarified his statements a little bit, saying that he's not talking about the actual content. Right. He's not getting into the debate that where i think his misstep was is calling daryl morey misinformed That's true. because totally but agree. other than that no i totally agree and i feel like and he did say he speaks from the heart on issues that he has personal experience with i don't expect like steph curry he, steph curry said there's a lot of history i don't know everything yep. about this and so i'm not really going to comment on it and I think that's an acceptable response because previously in LeBron's career, when they had the Olympics in Beijing, uh, a bunch of NBA players were trying to get LeBron to sign a petition about something going on in China, and he didn't. Yeah. And he got a ton of crap for it because he wouldn't sign it. But he said, I don't know. I don't know enough about the situation to put my name on it. I respect him for that. I And... Overall, I think he's in a very tough situation where you have so much money at stake. And if you're talking about, like, you want to affect change and diplomacy, mm-hmm. you could make the argument, which I think this is along the lines of what you're saying, you might be better off influencing them in China by being nice. Like, the NBA might have a better chance of influencing uh, China and the Chinese people by through basketball first. Mm -hmm. Leave Mm -hmm. politics out of it for now and just create more bridges between the two countries. That might be more... So I don't think Daryl Morey... I don't think his decision in terms of game theory is super effective, right? It's like how Dennis Rodman did more for North 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 Korea mm -hmm. diplomacy than any politician. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So I, I just think he... LeBron's in a tough situation because he took that on, took yeah. that role on. Right. And I think he needed to do a better job of, um, in terms of PR, of like being able to explain the differences. That's where I think he kind of mishandled it a little bit. But I don't personally like hold that against him. Right. Because I don't think 
because he's maybe missing a little bit on this or maybe said didn't say the perfect thing on this that it should take away from anything he's done in the past mm-hmm. for domestic affairs in the U.S. Yeah. You know, he should still be admired and lauded for that. Yeah. And in this case, it should be seen that, you know, it, it, it's just a very difficult situation. And yeah. it's you can't argue. I mean, you can argue, but I don't think it's super persuasive that the best way to go about it is Daryl Morey's approach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's no. also not fair to like crucify LeBron, right? Just for because he was under right. pressure too. Maybe, maybe Maury made a mistake or he didn't, but LeBron, you know, everyone's human. I feel like mm-hmm. in social media these days, you can't be a human anymore. You have to. Yeah, be, no, man, you, you got to be perfect. perfect. You have to be squeaky clean. And it's I, you know, I look at LeBron and somebody shoves a microphone in my face. You know what I mean? Like the fact that he said anything was yeah, exactly. You know, I would have I would have took the approach of just being quiet about it. Like, yeah, just like no. Uh, you know what? Uh, you know that situation is being handled, and we'll let those involved handle that situation. That's that's what I would have did. You know, it's a smart thing to do. Dude, I, yeah, I wouldn't have said yeah. squat because either way, you're going to make somebody mad. I feel like. Yeah. Um, but but in in defense of what he said, there were a lot of people from China on social media that were praising him. Yeah. Because of what he said, because they interpret it as a defense of right, China. Right, right. Yeah. So he might have done more to save the NBA's relationship. <laughs> well, like that's he tried to jump on the grenade right, a little yeah, bit, right? right. He, yeah. Adam Silver is kind of towing the line a little bit. And the well, NBA's relationship with China should not be political. It's No, it's it shouldn't commercial. be political. Mo- yeah, right. right. That's, so it, so the Chinese people are trying to make this a more political thing where if a company, for example, like, oh, Apple, you know, like, it's like kind of ridiculous saying how like oh because we sell iPhones in China therefore Apple supports right, China right. you know all of their political adventures. So it's like I think the people like the netizens like people on the internet in China are just as guilty as people in the United States or anywhere where we try to create a narrative. Right. Yeah. So the only so I and I think the strongest case against what I'm about to say is that. Look, there's a difference between domestic and international affairs. The mm-hmm. the only thing that I think might go against that a little bit, although I more I pretty much agree with it, uh, it's that the NBA. So they're going to have the All Star Game. If I remember correctly, it was in North Carolina, and oh, yeah, that yeah. is when the laws were being passed about uh, transgender bath mm. like bathrooms. Yeah. Yes, yeah. and. Yeah. I remember that the NBA basically said we're not going to have the All Star Game there, and and, and so hmm. when they did that, and sure this is domestic, right? The yep. NBA is uh, in America besides product, right? yeah. the one team in Toronto, but uh, basically they're they're inserting themselves into the political sphere and mm-hmm. saying, hey, we believe in something, and we don't care if we're going to sacrifice having the game here at this venue or this, that, or the other, we are not, we won't bow to that. We will not, uh, you know, we're going to stand up for what we believe in. And that's why, you know, people look at the China thing as like, well, wait a minute, you know, like, uh, and isn't this kind of a double standard? You wouldn't even have an all-star game in North Carolina because of this bill that was going to be passed. And you could look at another country being completely authoritarian and say, oh, you're going to have games there? You know, like Mm -hmm. you could see it as a double standard. But I think, like we've talked about, 
there's a difference between domestic and international affairs. And then I also think, back to the point we made before, you might be able to affect greater change by sort of building bridges right. instead of just, mm-hmm. you know, looking down your nose at other people. Yeah. So I have a question. So should, and we talked about this, I think this was like the Super Bowl, right after the Super Bowl podcast we did. Mm-hmm. Um, should companies be involved politically? Mm-hmm. Well, they definitely are or have become a lot more like um, Q Pride, not, not Q Pride. Gay Pride, or basically where every LGBT. year now, the LGBT, yeah. there's like now a, a day set aside, or a month, I think now, and like how you saw all the companies change their logo. Yeah, to be like I went to New Rainbow York over the summer right after that yeah. month, and or it was like right after or something like that, but I saw flags everywhere. Yeah, yeah, you were, yeah, you were yeah, up there for way, your internship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they, I just saw flags everywhere, like for companies and stuff, they just had flags yeah. everywhere and things like that. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's a reflection, though, of what the the people want or the people, the customers, because, you know, mm-hmm. businesses are in their own. They're, they're owned by, obviously, by state uh, shareholders, but majority is through cu- what customers want. And I think our generation, like, wants companies to take a stand on something. They don't want them just to be, you know, neutral. It, like, I feel like, especially in terms of work, at least for me, like, my values of who I am, I want my company to also have. Like, I don't want it to be separate. I don't want to just say, okay, this is me at home. This is how I live. But at the work, I'm completely different, you know? Mm-hmm. And maybe that, obviously, that's probably not the case, like, 50 years ago, but I feel like it's definitely not now, like, where people expect that to be. Does that make sense? Like, Yeah, in terms yeah, of yeah. culture is very... Culture important. is everything, yeah. I feel yeah. like. Um, and how you, people experience things and how like what companies believe in I think and, and I think that's why we're starting to go into that realm of like political um, yeah. ideas and having those stances and being progressive I think mm-hmm. each business is trying to outdo each other in type of like we're the most progressive company in terms right. of this thinking but which could be good and bad I feel like I also mm-hmm. think though like businesses should be granted some sort of political immunity when it yeah. comes to a situation mm-hmm. like this. I mean, like, 50 years ago, 100 years ago, right? Like, international corporations don't really exist. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, yeah. like, one Fortune five, like 500 companies, almost all of them have interna- international practices. Right. right. Like, how do you expect, you know, Apple to appease everyone's, you know? Right, right. And, for um. example, the biggest one is, like, a company like called McKinsey & Company. They consult world governments from opposing... Uh, alliances right. across the world. They have oh, that's interesting. They have yeah, countries in Africa. They have yeah. clients in Europe, in America, Canada, everywhere. Yeah. So like, if they get involved in like you know mm-hmm. this, because they're involved in like political decisions and strategy and getting paid to do right. that kind of work, but then for them to like openly support one, if for example you look at religious organizations, right, the right. Catholic Church, uh, Islam, and even right. like LDS Church, like. How do we support one country over the other when we have, you know, like even in World War II, mm-hmm. there were members of the church in Nazi Germany. On both sides, yeah. 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 So, like, they were, they still had to kill each other. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. I think the question of, like, getting involved in politics is just, like, so complicated. And it's, like, a, the grayest of gray yeah. Yeah. you can no, get. Yeah, for sure. If gray can be even more gray, that that would be it. Like, <laughs> yeah. like even for normal people like me, the question is like, should I'm thinking not just corporations get involved in politics? Like, how does like the everyday moderate today 
get involved in politics? Should I? Is it even worth it? Yeah, yeah. For me, to engage in social media and talk about things, yeah, show everyone to support this. Because for right. me, I've almost seen politics now as just entertainment. Yeah. Oh yeah, I don't really. Well, that's how they're pawning it, right? That's how they're showing it to people. Yeah, that's they're how the media. Yeah. It's yeah, it's sure. just like celebrity gossip. Yeah. I mean, not to say that the things that they're reporting on are just as important as celebrity gossip. You know, in many cases, they're it's way more important. But just the actual impact that I feel like I could have on it, mm-hmm. I feel like it's for me to dedicate, even if it's just like one hour a day, to read on the news. To read up on the what's going on politically in the U.S. or anything, mm-hmm. I just feel like that's I would be I'd be better off reading a self-help book, you know. Yeah. Like, what can I, what can impact can I have? What impact does the political news that I'm reading have on me? But I always think there's a counterexample, right? Mm-hmm. There's someone that reads it and becomes inspired, becomes the change, right. or wants to become locally involved. And you can have a much stronger impact locally in your government, right? So, you know, I see it as kind of just gossip and more entertainment news, but mm-hmm. I think there could be someone else that sees it the opposite and actually does something about it. Mm-hmm. Well, if you post something, too, like there runs a risk of you... Like, I always see people argue on social media. And oh, yeah. Post and post something. You got to put on your gloves. Yeah. yeah no, I, seriously. Like, yeah. I totally agree with you what you're saying earlier. Like, if you post something, there's an opportunity for, like, we're sitting here today talking, communicating. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. there's mutual benefit if you would just listen. But see, on social nice. media, I feel like it's like the Wild West back in, like, in the 1800s where mm-hmm. Shoot just first. outlaws. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> ask questions later. Don't even ask questions. Yeah. Yes. yeah. All yeah. caps. <laughs> I mean, like, do you see this ever these. changing? Ever possibly? That's like, a good, you know. Because yeah. that's, that's the problem with the whole NBA thing or, like, if we're going to talk yeah. about the whole Hong Kong, China thing later. Mm-hmm. Like, I think what's more important is not to solve the actual problem, but just to understand it. Mm-hmm. But we yeah. can't even begin to understand it when everyone is not even writing out facts but it's just it's shots, very shots improvised yeah. yeah so with interestingly enough um before you know this was just with cable news so they called it cnn syndrome and it's where things could be reported on so fast that immediately the president was expected to uh announce a stance on something before having been able to be collected yeah or as briefed on it as you could be in the past. And so it's like people want answers now. And it's the same thing that like LeBron went through, right? Mm-hmm. Right when it happens, it's like, we want an answer. And any any silence or any lack of answer is basically, oh, you automatically you agree. Yeah. You yeah. agree with the other yeah. side because mm-hmm. you haven't said anything. And it, it's just so rapid fire and there's not, yeah, I think what yeah, you're saying is no not a lot of thinking and listening. There's just more... It's almost like just everyone's going for blood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, I mean, that's a, that's a good, because I want to talk about this question. Um, being a part of a company, right, you kind of represent your company mm-hmm. more or less wherever you go, right? I mean, that's yeah. kind of. Sure. So with that being said, should Daryl Moore be fired for his, <laughs> for I, his comment? I think if yeah. you're the Rockets, I don't see why you couldn't. Because, first of all, the NBA is a private organization. Mm -hmm. It's it's like if my employer, what if I said something grossly offensive to the company I work for? Or something that is going to cost them potentially millions and 
potentially billions of dollars, mm -hmm. they could fire me for yeah. that. And no one would care. No one would care about me, you know. It would just be like, dude, you were going to lose your company that much money. So I think I think the Rockets could, and I don't think it would be a violation of his freedom of speech because uh, you – I mean, if I were to post something – now, I know Daryl Morey didn't post anything racist or anything, and to make that you know comparison would be pretty crazy, but like – if I were to say something outrageous on social media, I, I don't think I could hide behind the defense like, oh, it's it's not a big deal. I, so, like, take, for example, the guy, I don't know if you guys remember this, but he went to Chick-fil-A mm -hmm. and he recorded the person yeah. in the drive-thru and he said it was – he the guy was defending, like, gay rights and basically oh. making the person who worked at Chick-fil-A like, I don't know how you can work at this company that oppresses gay people – that has these stances, and the person just like, I just work here, you know. Yeah, that right. guy could not get hired at like any other company he applied for because that video went viral, and it's like, dude, if you work at our company, like that really looked bad, and it's gonna make our company look bad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I don't know why the NBA couldn't do the same with Daryl Morey. Yeah, and I think just from like political things aside, like you know, there's a yeah. whole argument like keeping him on as like kind of a statement or, like mm -hmm. for protecting democracy. Right. So like just casting that completely aside, just from a business perspective, completely, you know, there's a lot of Chinese nationals working here in the U.S. and I'm sure there's Chinese people working for the Rockets, ambas brand ambassadors helping them work in China back and forth, and your boss just goes out and says. Yeah, like your country sucks, and uh, that's what it feels like to them. Mm -hmm. It's not exactly what it says, but it's like, yeah, your country is wrong. Right. You know, I'm gonna support this thing, and like, and not like to you one on one, and like you know, an intimate discussion and having a mm -hmm. civil conversation, but just like blast it out on media, and right. this is who you work for. So like in the common workplace, it's like as if saying you're a boss that says, a CEO or the president of BYU saying, yeah, like I don't support gays or I don't mm -hmm. support this. I don't support non-Mormons non or I don't support, you know, just right, like that. Right, Yeah. And would you have to fire him? I mean, as an employee, yeah, like, I wouldn't want to work for him. I would either leave, quit, mm -hmm. or if I was seeing from a business perspective, running a company, definitely yeah. you should fire him. And, you know, as t not even because you don't like him, but to set a pre precedence yeah. on the type of behavior you would want. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I completely agree. Like, just thinking about it, I was like, Man, how many people could lose a company close to, you know, maybe a couple billion possibly, you know, something yeah. like that, and still have their job? <laughs> like, yeah. Where at in the history of companies <laughs> in the yeah. world is that okay? Like, I can't. Well, and, and that's why I feel like although the NBA is being raked over the coals right now for supporting China, they're not. They're just they're doing not business. Getting a, That's just business. Okay, but th yeah, and they're also not getting enough credit for standing, basically <laughs> yeah. standing by Daryl Morey still, oh, basically yeah. saying like, hey, we're going to let him say whatever he wants. Mm -hmm. Like, to me, that is, that's, I don't think they get enough credit for yeah. that because it's just, oh, they support mm -hmm. China, this or that. And, and in, I guess the one thing I'd say about Daryl Morey, like, I also think, wow, that guy has got, you know, courage to, mm -hmm. to fire off that tweet. Like, you could say it's really dumb. Yeah. It's not politically savvy. But, like, if he truly felt like, hey, I'm going to take a stand here. Risk his job. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and in that sense, I that's what I 
kind of find ironic about the situation with LeBron. Now, I understand LeBron's take because he's signed a life deal with Nike, and business is really uh, that Nike owns like 20% of the market share in like sportswear in China. Mm -hmm. That's huge. So I understand why LeBron could be frustrated because it's like you're seeing yeah, like yeah, your yeah. stacks of billions like teetering <laughs> there, <laughs> like almost being, you know, falling <laughs> off the ledge. But I also think LeBron could look at Maury as, as like a kindred spirit. You know, someone's like, hey, this guy, he'll... Now, our, you know, you can argue Maury doesn't have as much to lose. He'll still get his paycheck right. from the Rockets. He's yeah. made enough money. He doesn't have probably as much to lose as LeBron or anywhere close, well, but yeah. I, if his sole goal was, like you said, to kind of like promote Hong Kong's cause, he did a good job. Yeah, yeah. he did a it's phenomenal. I mean, it went from just people who knew people from Hong Kong were talking about this, and now it's all nice. NBA fans are reading into this, and yeah. the whole world is talking about this. So it's pretty crazy. I mean, pretty successful yeah. in terms of you know maybe he has a secret deal with like you know. The Hong Kong actor. Yeah, under the table. Giving him credit for just, you know, (laughs) sacrificing it all. Put your name on the plaque, you know. I mean, I've told Christian this a few times, but I, like, as chaotic as this is and distracting as it is from the game, I actually, like, am super fascinated with this whole situation. And that's why I don't look at any one side as the villain, right? I think... Mm -hmm. If you look at LeBron as the villain, or you look at the NBA as the villain, or Maury, or China, or the U.S., whatever it is, I think you're missing the point. Like, there's so much to sort of absorb from this whole situation, so many different perspectives. And maybe that's kind of a lukewarm opinion that's kind of weak, but that's how I feel about it. I'm, like, fascinated by the discourse. It's uh, encouraged, and, the yeah, it's like you're saying, like, this has become... Sports has, in a way, put this on the forefront of, mm-hmm. like, what we're talking about as Americans. So, very interesting. Yeah. No, seriously. So, with that being said, um, should there be kind of, like, I mean, it's already granted, like, you, you work for a company, so your rights to a degree are restricted, right? I mean, that's yeah. just kind of written yeah. in. Should there be a restriction on social media when you work for a company, right? Should you be limited on what you can say? Or more or less, yeah, kind of like a communist kind of. <laughs> For sure, it's like the copyrights law, right? Like you're actually, I actually learned this uh, a few months back, where you're actually allowed to copy someone's like logo if the target audience and the purpose of using that logo is like completely different, and you're not taking away from their existing market and their their brand or their profits from it. Mm-hmm. So when it comes relative to this, like what Dave Mori did was you're allowed to share your personal opinions on your personal brand. But if the being a Rockets um, GM, being yeah. a member of Rockets, increased your brand and helped you get all those followers, technically that copyright belongs to the Rockets. Yeah. And then you don't have a, you shouldn't be able to do whatever you want for your gain on all the followers you gain because of the Rockets, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's my opinion how that should work because it's the work of the Houston Rockets organization that got you that many followers that gave you that much voice. Mm-hmm. Because of your association. Yeah, so I'm not going to like bring other too much politics into it. I think it's wrong for... In fact, it's very extremely illegal for um, high political figures, won't name names, to endorse a specific company or endorse his 
own personal enterprises using yeah. his account that he gained from being a high political office. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Or when their children are doing it for them abroad. Just hypothetically, hypothetically, they shouldn't be able to do that. Not yeah. Yeah. Names. And, and the thing is, like, to bring it on a very more, like, local level, like, let's just say any of us, mm-hmm. uh, I just feel like you're playing, you're just rolling the dice every time. It depends, like, there's got to be, like, some metric for wh- how controversial yeah, what your yeah. post is, or like, mm-hmm. what is the what is the potential fallout from what you're gonna say? And I feel like some companies won't care, others will, and every time you're just rolling the dice. And so, you, I think, if you're not conscious of that and you're active on social media, like you're completely like you're behind the times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you might be at one job and they don't care. And if you ever want to apply at a job in the future, like, you have to factor that in. They might scrub, like, especially if everything's completely public. Like, open source research is so easy. It's so easy to find stuff out on people. And so a company might not even hire you if they do their due diligence because of something you posted. And so Mm -hmm. although it's boring you know, uh, that's why I feel like a lot of the conversations are best had in person. I don't know. It's kind of a cop-out, right? Because yeah. what about those people that influence people on social media, take a stand, you know? I, I feel like I always take the safe route, and that's it's very much self-preservation. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't always help. But I think on a local level, like, yeah. you have to be conscious of that. Or you at least, you can't say you didn't know yeah. that what your social yeah, media you fingerprint wouldn't come back yeah. to haunt you right. if you were saying it's like the the jazz fan that oh you yeah, said those yeah, things yeah. to westbrook and then i mean i don't know if, how true these things are because i just saw screenshots of him someone could have made it up i'm pretty sure they're real but he had been saying borderline racist things on twitter already yeah. and it's like okay now everyone's on westbrook's side i mean if they weren't already your social media yeah. just proved it. Yeah. So yeah. maybe we should. That's because like what you're saying is true. I totally agree with it. So like this begs the question of like maybe we should just be better at not taking a side. You know why do we always have to take a side on everything? Yeah. You know what if there is actually no sides, right? It's just understanding the situation and because I feel like people get, the other side gets more defense. It's kind of like an arms race, right? Like yeah. The more defensive you get, the more defensive mm-hmm. they get. And it's just like, if, for example, like, what if we live in the utopian world and Dave Maury posted this and everyone's like, oh, cool, he believes that. That's cool. I don't believe it, but right. that's and we're living our normal lives. Right. Or the people in China saw, I was like, oh, he, he thinks that way? That's, that's sad. But, you know, I love mm-hmm. basketball. Right. You know, that would be, like, really, really awesome. But, like, Obviously, that's not how it is. Dude, right. I have. There's a quote. I'm glad you said that. There's a quote, and uh, I don't know who originally said it. Some people say it's Rick Warren. Some people say Dave Chappelle. <laughs> Completely different. Definitely wow. Dave yeah. Chappelle. <laughs> I know sure. it sounds the like source of all truth and knowledge. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's a really good quote, and it talks about like the two lies we're led to believe um, that society kind of put onto us that we're led to believe, and I'm gonna pull it up real fast. I remember hmm. I was talking about that. 
Oh yeah, I shared I shared it with you when we were talking. Yeah. Uh, it's a Dave Chappelle. It's definitely a Dave Chappelle. Yeah, well, they put uh, Dave Chappelle was everywhere on it. So it says. Uh, so it's talking about yeah, our culture has accepted two huge lies. Um, the Wi-Fi is kind of slow. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it away. All right, here you go. Sorry, sorry, sorry. All culture has accepted two huge lies. The first is that if you disagree with someone's lifestyle, you must fear or hate them. The second is that to love someone means to argue with everything they believe or do. Both are nonsense. You don't have to compromise convictions to be compassionate. Um, but that is exactly what we see. And that's more or less kind of what you were saying. Like, just because someone feels a certain way doesn't mean you have to be on the opposite side and be, like, attacking them. Or yeah. I mean, that's all social media is, I feel like. It's just that, right? the sum of that uh, quote right there. I don't know. What are y'all thoughts on well, that? Yeah, you go ahead. No, you're good. I'm just trying to phrase it. Because or... I think there's a danger in just... I, I don't I don't think this is your point, Sam, but, like, of being complacent in just terms of, oh, that's nice. Like, in terms of, like, oh, this is what I believe in, or in, in dem- democracy, let's say. Um, I think people obviously should be able to have civil conversation, um, but I think people should express their views the way they feel. It's not just like, okay, we talked about, now we're not going to do anything. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of our forward progression and what ha- what we've done in society, especially in America, has been because people have been like, no, this is wrong. Like, I'm not just going to discuss it. And obviously there's repercussions for doing it violently, but there's some people that are like, no, I, we need to elicit change. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are the people, unfortunately, especially social media, those are the people that are kind of being heard uh, rather than more of the moderate voice, which I think most of America is, to be honest. I don't think it's either super conservative or super liberal. Right. I think the majority are just like, hey, we're normal Americans. We want to, you know, live our lives. We want to have yeah. some, some but, peace and comfort. Yeah, but that, That's what I think the... Because I, I think what you're saying is like very ideal, right? And that's what I think goes along with what uh, Sam was saying because there's a lot of pressure to be completely on one side or the other, mm-hmm. right? Especially on social media. And like you're saying, probably a lot of us are more in the middle. Mm-hmm. The middle... We don't say anything, really. <laughs> yeah, that's because I don't fit on the extreme on one side or the yeah, other. Yeah, so you and, don't want to portray that. Yeah, way. and so most of the time, I just don't. I don't say anything. And, right. No, um. And the other thing is, a lot of the people that are on the extremes are like, sometimes you're like, well, they're extreme because sometimes they're a little bit crazy, right. even no, I, I, right, yeah. and so you don't really. It's it's almost like a waste. Not it's not always a waste of time, and maybe that's a fallacy on my part. But I think I don't really want to get in a debate with. I'd rather converse with other moderates. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really want to debate an extremist because the likelihood of me changing their mind is so so small that I'm just almost wasting my time. Mm-hmm. But one of the thing, yeah, I I think one of the things that might be helpful, and a lot of times I do this if someone asks me my opinion on something I will say okay I'm going to give you my opinion but my confidence meter in this opinion is like at 55% mm-hmm. so I'll give you my opinion but right. 
just know that I'm open-minded. Like, I, I could be persuaded otherwise. Yeah. I think starting the conversation off like that, like, I can oftentimes still preserve my opinion. But me saying my confidence isn't, like, 100% sort of opens up more discussion. And then the opinions don't seem as... It doesn't seem like personal attacks, right? It's right. like me separating myself from the opinion. The, the oh, opinion yeah. is not me. It's just what I've thought about this thing. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like so much of the political discourse now is based on identity. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You are in or you're out. Yeah. You are that yeah. thing it, that it, you are yeah, striving to. If yeah. you're not on the one side, so then what are you doing? Yeah, you're like, you don't have a team. Yeah. You, you like automatically lose. That's so cool you bring that up. Because, like, you're mentioning just, like, in a social setting, right? You wouldn't want to argue with someone or you're about to just have conversations. And I feel like the social dynamic of, like, 21st century, especially, like, millennial, Gen Z, mm-hmm. like, it's either you, Friday night, you go game night, you go to parties, you go do stuff, but you don't talk about politics or yeah. things. No. Either, right? Only the extremists will have those things. But let's say you, like, go back, like, two or 300 years, like, the pubs, bars, places of gathering, like, that's all they talk about. The Greeks back then, that's yeah. all they talk about. Philosophy, they talk about government, they talk about all these things. And I think the less we are willing to talk about these and when we, the less we feel safe talking about these things, the more power we give to those extreme. Oh, yeah. And the more yeah. power we give to the people, you know, with the power, like, on top right now, I think to really, like, bring it back to democracy to get more of that power back to the people is that we need to first, we do care. We right. live in this country. We have an opinion, but we just don't feel safe talking about it. So, like, I don't know, somehow building out a policy or figuring out ways to construct environments. Like, you go to, you go to like, a social environment. You go to, like, a party. Mm-hmm. It's, like, normal to talk about these things and get, it's a part of understanding and helping right. each other. That's interesting. No, I think you make a really good point about that and just... Um, and I definitely agree in terms of just like viewing like what is accepted in society now versus 10 years ago. It's like r- crazy just yeah. in terms of the amount of progression or just forward thinking, whatever you want to call it. Just um, and how we're still like like Sam said, we're still pushing that boundary. Um, and I, I, I don't know. I, in my opinion, I feel like it can be a little bit unhealthy because we're pushing it so far. Like, what can we progress in this much that we're like okay well are we thinking straight like are we yeah we're just we're just, to just move saying something like this is progressive or right. this is way forward thinking therefore it, we should accept it and if you don't accept it then you're, you're not ba- forward thinking yeah, yeah you're not no, forward yeah. thinking you're, you're conservative bigot. you're a bigot you're old you're like not with the times and like i don't believe that either i feel like you need some sort of set values in your life mm, yeah. that you abide by but with trevor saying you have to keep an open mind and if you are truly passionate about those things and you, you have those values, I think you should research it. I think you should learn about it and you should have your stance. So if someone does ask, obviously don't just throw it on people and be like, this right. is not what I believe. But if people ask, be honest, be right. like, hey, you know, I, I believe in this certain principle. I know a lot of people don't, but this is why I believe it. I think if you're able to back it up with, with your own feelings and your yeah. own experiences, I think people will respect that. Well, mm-hmm. hopefully they would respect that. Yeah. Um, you know you know what that reminds me of? Like, me being a missionary, that's what I did. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like... Right. You only... Those who wanted to know. Or those exactly, who yeah. To, you know what I mean? It wasn't like... 
And those, you know, they'd still invite you in, and maybe they wouldn't agree, and then you leave. You know, it was, but it wasn't like, I mean, there were those who attacked, right, or whatever like that. Right, you always have those people. That yeah, but I th- it just reminds me so much of just being a missionary and, and, and talking to people about, you know, obviously about the gospel. Um, like, maybe maybe that approach. Mm-hmm. And we, we kind of talked about that, mm-hmm. right, about, like, yeah. and I guess you kind of mentioned it, too. Mm-hmm. But, like, so think about this, right? I mean, obviously the church knows that China's communist. Mm-hmm. But to some degree, where the church is in China, you know what I mean? Um, like, very, very and you said time, the yeah. church is in Qatar. Like, oh, uh, I said Kuwait. Kuwait, Kuwait. Yeah, yeah. they're in Qatar too. No, they yeah. are in Qatar. Saudi, but yeah, but they're yeah. in Kuwait. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, is that the approach? You know what I mean? Just kind of right. And I, I think looking it, to help rather yeah. than and I, I think looking it's the, to I, the idea of the moderate approach instead of just going gung ho into like. We need a change now. We need a crusade. Like, yeah, we need to like by next take, year trying to like well, become capitalism, <laughs> capitalists or something. It's like no, that's, building there? it's like ridiculous <laughs> that like, and, and maybe it's our instant gratification coming to mind mm. where we need that change because we feel like oh that from our limited perspective that's the best. Yeah. When maybe when China like hundred thousands and thousands of years they've lived under more of an oppressive regime right. so and that's what maybe China needs honestly. yeah like and and mm-hmm. like it's gonna take a lot more effort obviously and like local growth I feel like for it to change rather than someone like the western world trying to say hey China this is what you should do even though they've Freedom. never yeah even though they've <laughs> never they haven't lived their history they yeah. don't know the people they don't understand like the the government and what's going on behind it. They no. just have their view and they're saying, you know, we're right because you know, look at us. Yeah. And, but wouldn't that be wouldn't that be hard though? Like, imagine us. Like, say, just uh, let's pick like Los Angeles. That'd be so hard though. You're living a lifestyle of democracy and then you have to switch. Wouldn't that be right? Hard? Right? Oh, no, it's I, totally. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think there's any disagreement there, but it's just the. The, the position at which we come at it from, right. especially given like America's yeah. own foreign policy and its own, <laughs> I'm using air quotes, but successes with nation building. <laughs> <laughs> especially like, in the past four years. Yeah, I mean, th- there's a lot of people, and and like we were talking about, um, with we wanting like people that want to rapidly change another country. Mm-hmm. Let's say like the church in the Middle East, like. I think about what if, what if there was a rapid expansion within Utah of like let's say Muslims or Mm -hmm. Buddhists or whatever other religion. It could even be Christian. Mm -hmm. How would you feel about Utah if in fifty years you knew it was like majority uh, Scientologist? Mm -hmm. Now most of us are gonna hey. I'm not going to say anything against that. <laughs> you know, like, we're not going to say anything, but yeah, we would... Tom Cruise would be there. Yeah, it'd be great. Yeah, on the weekend. Yeah, Mission yeah. Impossible. Every, getting Mormons to Scientologists. But it uh, would... Yeah. I think in all of us, there's this gut reaction where it's like, well, that would be different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it would... It, you would also think, like, would Utah still be Utah? What does that even mean? Is... Uh, but... I think we have to, like, so often we want other countries or other cultures to be what we experience. Yeah, that's a great example. Yeah, I believe. think we, like, think about it with your own your own culture, yeah. your own religion, your own state. Mm-hmm. Uh, how 
how gung ho would you be about changing it? And what if they were like, you'll love it? <laughs> Trust, Trust me, me. Yeah. in my country we do. We yeah. are so happy. Yeah. It's just perfect. Dude, yeah. Was, we just end it right there, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, Mic drop. We'll kick over the stool. Because I just, yeah. I just, I don't know. I just love that analogy so much because that's exactly how they feel about us like you know a Chinese citizen a Chinese friend it's like who is these Americans mm-hmm. yeah. you know who hasn't even been around for more than 300 years mm-hmm. or 200 years to tell us that like how to govern our because mm-hmm. Hong Kong's history is very complicated right it used yeah. to be part of China it's not part of China then it became part, not China, part of China again part of Britain Britain gave it back to the hundred Hong Kong really like the people of Hong Kong really like Britain so they're like yeah hey, this is great and then it's had to go back and they're like oh wait we like it separate and mm-hmm. China granted them, you know, this ability to live separately. And then, but then to them, it feels like, yeah, like, you're going to love it. Like, from other people who are not Chinese, don't speak their language, Mm -hmm. don't understand the history, don't even, probably don't even know, like, what was the name of the dynasty before, like, the, you know, the communist government took over. Or even the current, they just know communists. They don't know know much more than that. It's like some Chinese person coming to tell you, oh, like, the civil war that the Union fought was wrong. Like, they should have let the South be the South or whatever. And you're like, who are you to tell us about our history? Yeah. 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 Right? Like, so I think it's important to understand where people are coming from and before you say something, like like the Greeks, like they talk about like persuasion, like you have that pathos, you have ethos, and you have logos. Like even right. if you have logos, like your logic makes sense and you're really passionate about it. If you don't have like the ethical or like the ethos, like the I understand you, the sympathy, empathy, or I know why mm-hmm. this is a pain. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think we should make that like we shouldn't go gun ho about making that argument right away. Yeah. Yeah. Not saying we shouldn't, but like just take a step back and like kind of chill a bit and understand yeah. why they'd be pissed if you right. say something. Right, right. Right? Why all the whole Chinese community got pissed when David Mori all of a sudden out of nowhere. Yeah. Just called Randy him. Orton this, yeah. you know, this RKO tweet <laughs> yeah. right there. Yeah. Well and you know, it's always if you just try and look at it the other way, like think if think if there was like an uh, Arab owner or someone that said that, like, let's say there was a U.S. national team traveling to a country in the Middle East, and there mm-hmm. was an Arab that said, you know, these teams don't belong here, right? Based on the what the U.S. has done here, mm-hmm. this, this, and that. Right. Uh, you know, like, how would we react to something like that? Would we say, hey, pull them out of there. We're not, we don't want our athletes playing there. You know, like, I, I think we have to think about how it would be for us yeah. and for a country as intensely patriotic and at times nationalistic as mm-hmm. we are. Like, yeah, I, <laughs> I think it's very uh, it's sort of blind for us to not see why that would be, right. yeah. you know, a- be annoying. Yeah. No, yeah, I totally agree. Well, we got through a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I think this was like an hour. Yeah, it was, or something it was like that. Pretty, it was a long one. Pretty intense. Uh, appreciate having y'all on, Trevor. As always, yeah. Sam. Dude, yep. we're gonna yeah. have you back soon, man. It was fun. Yeah, yeah it was good. good. Communicate. How long you have left? Good. Oh, this year you graduated in April. Yeah, yeah. April, yeah. Ooh, just feel bad. We got it. We didn't show Hong Kong some love. I know. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. we love you. Yeah. <laughs> Got it, Hong That's Kong. all you're getting. No. We don't want this podcast I mean, canceled. No. <laughs> <laughs> We're just beginning. <laughs> just 
we, we love all our Hong Kong no, friends. It is a tough do. time for them. I know Hong Kong I probably mean, better than I know mainland. So yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Because of the people I know. So. I don't. Know, I know we're like running short on time, but so my 15 second pitch in Hong Kong. Go ahead, is go, ahead, that go ahead. I I love all my friends from Hong Kong, there and you go. I fe- I do feel like sympathetic, and I feel bad mm-hmm. for what's happening. I don't know like how to address it. It's so complicated. And I don't know how to best approach it, but mm-hmm. I am praying for you know my friends in Hong, like my Hong Kong friends, just so that mm-hmm. they can get through this, you know, this time and however it resolves. Yeah. There you go. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we appreciate having y'all on. Uh, thanks for listening, uh, you people. You people. You people. Everywhere. Take care. We'll see y'all. Thanks. Absolutely. Nothing. Uh-huh.